Hello, and welcome to the Distump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout. All October long, my guests and I will be talking about the Masters of Horror Collection, Season 1. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be spooked. Well, most of these movies aren't very good, so I don't think you'll get too, too spooked. But I hope you like the podcast. Hello, Dumpers. Happy Halloween season. As some of you may already know or may not know, I am doing more episodes this October than ever before, and that is because I fucking love Halloween. So to celebrate, I am doing lots of horror movies this month, but for starters, we're going to be doing Pick Me Up. Let's hear about Larry Cohen. So Larry Cohen's Pick Me Up. Even though there's famous people doing them and famous people in them, they are not good movies. So the movie opens with a rattlesnake that got hit by a car. And there's a dude who wears snakeskin boots, comes up, he scoops up the snake, and he's real fucking weird. So this dude comes and scoops up the snake, and it becomes important later, and that's the opening scene of the movie. And I remembered as I was watching this that this is one of the first movies I watched on Netflix when Netflix very began started streaming online so I couldn't look at it from my TV I had to watch it on my laptop and I think it was my first laptop ever because I don't remember like it was a super early computer that was like my personal computer so I was really excited I was watching it on Netflix and I was just blown away that I could just stream Netflix and I didn't have to like fight with my parents for the queue to see who whose movies got delivered at what time and whatever like <laughs> man times have changed so much like it's not like I do remember going to Hollywood video and renting season two movies of Masters of Horror so like Hollywood video was alive and well when these movies were made and and blockbuster of course and all them so this is like this is some old shit it doesn't feel old to me like I can't believe that these movies are this old at this point like what is it 2005 like holy shit so yeah this was one of the first movies I watched on Netflix instant that's pretty crazy anyway so the main girl, the final girl, is the chick from The Craft and The Water Boy. I don't know if you guys remember her. What's her name? Is uh, Faisula Balk. I don't know how to pronounce her name. But yeah, she's the last girl in this movie. And uh, she's not a bad actress. Her lines are bad. She's a very poorly written character who's a very dumb character. But she's not a bad actress. Uh, you know who is a bad la- actress, though, is the lady who plays Birdie. There's a girl named Birdie that's in this movie, and she looks like she's probably 60, and she's had so much plastic surgery that she is a scarier monster than Hollywood could artificially craft. Like, she looks fucking freaky because she's had so much plastic surgery, and the fact that she's had all this plastic surgery and she looks like she's 60, I shudder to think of how old she actually is. She is horrifying to behold, like, absolutely terrifying, and she's in this movie for, like, a while. Birdie and the craft girl and a whole bunch of other people are on this bus that just breaks down. So the bus breaks down and a truck driver pulls up and he goes, I can give some people some rides. Craft lady decides that she's going to take her chances and she starts to walk and Birdie's like, you shouldn't go walking by yourself. And uh, craft girl's like, I'm going to walk. Bye. And uh, Birdie and a couple other people get into the truck 
and they take off and then meanwhile the bus driver and a couple other people are sticking with the bus so uh, the people on the bus they happen to bump the the guy with the snakeskin boots shows up and <laughs> proceeds to strangle the bus driver with a dead snake which is clearly rubber and I think at some point you even can see it stretch and stuff it's like very poorly done choking scene <laughs> so it turns out snakeskin man is a serial killer but what's this the truck driver guy is also a serial killer so um it's uh it's pretty clear that this is going to be a serial killer versus serial killer story uh <laughs> i'll just keep going through the story and then i'll explain all the like deeper stuff that we're supposed to understand um so the truck driver guy he's real philosophical and he's the powerful man he's actually a decent actor too which is really crazy because i expected him to be a very bad actor and he was not so he is uh he picks up these people and he flirts with birdie even though birdie is a horrible actress oh my god she's so awful there's several points in this in my notes here i'm like how is birdie still alive why is this actress so popular in this movie who the fuck is this lady anyway so she's the lizard lady is like flirting with him or whatever and they go to a diner and they eat when they're supposed to be calling for help and uh he suggests that they go get it on in the back of his truck and they go in the back of his truck and then we cut away and then meanwhile the guy who choked out the bus driver shoots a dude and chases after a girl who runs away and uh that goes on for a little while where there's a little bit of a chase scene and then of course we're going to cut back to the truck driver who has one other guy who's still alive and uh he killed birdie off screen and she's hanging in the back of his truck and it's just like oh thank god i couldn't stand to look at her anymore man she was so scary look at like so much plastic surgery her cheekbones like cast a shadow on her face they were so out there it's, it's just not a good look ladies if you're gonna do plastic surgery like make sure you've seen the work of the guy who's done it before you because if you get obsessed with that shit you just end up looking fucking weird anyway so the truck driver killed birdie and then the the snakeskin boot guy he killed basically everybody else on the bus and uh some punks pull up in a van and it's a hot chick with all these piercings and purple hair and stuff and the dude who's driving like Everybody is so early 2000s in this movie. It's not even real. Like when you're in the moment, you almost like you can't tell that you're part of a fashion trend. Like like anything else, everything has like distinct like 80s hair is definitely 80s hair and, and 90s clothing is 90s clothing or whatever. The early 2000s are so like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Like just fucking tacky. Everything is so tacky and like pointy and hair gel is a thing and baggy clothes but not stylish like I don't know how else to put it but so these two punks pull up and uh pick up the guy with the snake skin boots and the girl kind of comes on to him and her boyfriend's like hey wait a minute that's my pussy you're trying to show him and it was like ugh poorly poorly done anyway so he picks they pick him up and they drive off so when the truck driver comes back with the last surviving dude who belongs on the bus the guy's like oh no all these bodies what's happened and the truck driver kills him and is like hmm there's a serial killer afoot i can't wait to hunt him down myself because i guess that's how serial killers behave so he ends up finding the girl who the snakeskin guy chased down and she is 
tied to a tree with barbed wire and handcuffs and uh she's like begging him for help and he's just like "Mm, no and they just fucking leave her that's the last thing you see of that chick she's just alive and strapped to a tree with barbed wire and handcuffs nobody kills her she just is there so maybe there'll be a spin-off sequel 15 years later or whatever and we'll find out what happens to her but i don't think that's going to be the case meanwhile the final girl uh chick from the craft she ends up at a hotel where it's like real sleazy and the the shower broke and like hot water is pouring out and she you don't see her boobs at all this is false alarm folks so she's like trying to get a hold of the manager of the hotel she can't get a hold of him so she is pissed off she gets dressed and she goes to get a soda and uh meanwhile the guy with the snakeskin boots has the punk chick strapped to a bed in the next room and he's like raping her and cutting off her skin and stuff and it's pretty fucked up you don't really get to see any of it but you see the aftermath of her like not having any nipples and like her forearms have been skinned and she doesn't look healthy to say the least and uh he had like he takes something from everybody he kills so he has her boyfriend's like shirt on and shit so he hears her come the main girl come out of the room so he goes to follow her to the vending machine and who else is there the truck driver guy and they have this conversation that could have been so well executed and so well done but the writing just didn't didn't hold up where the truck driver is basically letting the snakeskin boot guy know hey i'm a killer and i know you're a killer and they basically have like a little standoff and then we'll just go blah 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 because they kind of coy coyly toy around with each other for a bit and uh eventually the truck driver chases down the last girl who is running trying to be slick by getting away but it's more like a race on who gets to kill her so the truck driver finds her and he tells her that he used to be a police officer in New York and he shows her his badge and stuff and he convinces her to get into the truck and it takes her forever to realize that he's not a cop. Like after he has her handcuffed and he's bopping her in the head to knock her out, she still thinks he's a cop. Like so dumb, this character. So then they pick up the guy with the snakeskin snake skin boots and they have a long discussion about how some people are drivers and some people are hikers who don't drive at all and how they're opposite sides of the same coin and that there's like snakes in the road and why shouldn't I run over the snake? Well, the snake's minding its own business and it has, it's innocent in all of this, but it's, it's very bizarre poorly written like this story is a good story it's just the script sucked the script is so bad for this movie the acting was decent it wasn't too bad except for birdie who was awful everybody else was not terrible so the script if it got punched up a little bit this could have been a good movie it was not a good movie but it could have been a good movie the camera work was pretty cool when they were in the hotel because it was like jumping from room to room from like a vertical bird's eye view so that was kind of cool but the all the like long discussion monologue scenes were very poorly done avenge sevenfold is playing on the radio on several occasions which is really like hmm, i don't think they realized how big avenge sevenfold was gonna be do you know what the telltale sign of a low budget movie is though anyone who's making movies listen up this is my amateur note that anybody can pick up if the score of the movie is constant and loud like louder than the sound of people walking through the room or whatever that is 
the a telltale sign that this movie is a bad movie. So if you are just being blown away by how loud the fake organ is in the background, it's it's bad movie. And this movie is no exception. So that was a great way for me to be like, oh hey, this is a low budget terrible movie. <laughs> so the trucker on several occasions the trucker is like manipulating people by just showing them that he has a gun he's not pointing it at him he even gives it to people and goes see i have a gun check it out and it like intimidates the shit out of them and they give it back to him like on multiple occasions people could have gotten away from him because he gave them the gun and they didn't know what to make of it so the psychology of the truck driver was actually pretty interesting whereas the guy with the snakeskin boots not so much he was kind of just a run-of-the-mill murderer so when they are like the truck driver is really the guy who's making a sport out of all of it because the guy with the snakeskin boots he could easily have just killed everybody and been done and it was the truck driver that made it interesting for everybody. They have the main, the main girl in a truck with them, and they're talking philosophically, and she starts to get the shits of it, and she's yelling at them, like, get your guns out of my face or whatever, because apparently they both have guns. And uh, she <laughs> slams on the brakes of the truck, and both the killers fly through the windshield, but she had her seatbelt on, which is weird because at the beginning of the movie, the truck driver guy was telling everybody to put on their seatbelts so I guess it was foreshadowing but like why wouldn't he wear his seatbelt if that was his rule earlier on I, I guess that's a mistake that he made and it was like a sign he was excited I don't know very weird so <laughs> the two serial killers go flying through the windshield and they land on the ground and they don't feel so good so they're stumbling around and then they're like wrestling with each other <laughs> to see who who gets to kill the girl and they literally punch each other and knock each other out at the same time <laughs> so poorly made so they both knock each other out like some pro wrestling bullshit wwf nonsense <laughs> and um they get picked up by an ambulance so the ambulance picks them up and they wake up in the ambulance and they're like oh, i'm gonna fucking kill you you son of a bitch and then they decide that they're gonna steal the ambulance and kill the ambulance drivers so what happens next, of course? The ambulance drivers turn out to be serial killers, too, and they kill the two guys with syringes full of air, which is probably a really terrible way to die. It does not seem fun at all. That's how the movie ends, and then they have the last girl, like, strapped to the top of the ambulance, and they're like, we're gonna have fun with her, and that's the movie, y'all. So as I'm watching... <laughs> As I'm watching all of these special features or whatever for this, Michael Moriarty is the guy who plays the truck driver, and he was saying that this director is known for having intentionally satiric horror films. So, like, this is clearly a silly, silly horror movie. There's no way to get around it. This guy knew it was funny as he was directing it. Like, it's very bad movie. He says that uh, Larry Cohen serves two masters at all times, horror and comedy, and uh, Michael Moriarty doesn't think that anybody does it as well as Larry Cohen. I would disagree, but you know. So Michael Moriarty thinks that the whole point of this movie is an anti-abortion tale. So he, he says that he took on the personality of what he thinks an abortion doctor is, which is just having no regard for life and being indifferent to murder and that's what abortion abortion doctors are is people who have no regard for life they have no compassion it's just cold murder and that's why he played the character the way he did 
okay. And then his part of the documentary, like the, the behind the scenes interviews, he just went on and on about how anti-abortion he is and stuff. And like, <laughs> I, I don't want to say I'm either pro or against abortion, but he like took it way too far just everything is an allegory for abortion with this dude so that was kind of weird and uh completely undertone like nobody would have guessed that if he didn't say it so yeah and then there's a guy named warren cole he's the guy who plays the snake boots man i guess his name was walker in the movie and um he didn't he's not a very smart person he's definitely an actor the other guy i feel like he could do an any man's job but (laughs) warren cole is definitely an actor he doesn't have a whole lot to say he seems like he thinks he's smart he's not a smart man anyway but he had like a super crazy career after this he was the guy on the bridge of the helicarrier in avengers who was playing gattaca or whatever like he he had a crazy career after this movie this is one of the earlier things he's done and he was not a bad actor he wasn't a great actor like the other guy was actually a pretty good actor but this guy was not great but overall the movie was pretty fun uh i enjoyed it it sucked me in even though like the action was so bad like there's one point where the truck driver knocks out the girl by just sticking his arm out and waving it at her and she bangs her head against something and knocks her out and it's just like really and then the fist fight is really over the top because the young dude should definitely have whooped the old guy's ass in a fight like he was like jacked and the old guy had like a beer belly there's no way that well i guess because they flew out of a windshield they were hurt different levels but the snakeskin boot guy should definitely have murdered the truck driver but that's neither here nor there but either way the movie was fun uh, not directly an allegory for abortion but it was a it was a good time so if this movie was standalone and i didn't have it in a box set would i keep it or would i dump it had a good time watching it it's the second time i've watched it in probably 20 years i don't know well 15 years i guess would i keep it no (laughs) not at all this is not a good movie it was entertaining but i can definitely live the rest of my life without watching this movie again so there's another check mark in the no goes for the masters of horror series i promise there are some of these that i like oh of course there's one more thing i definitely forgot to mention this movie had a rock and roll theme song by some local small band (laughs) that they put at the end of the movie you know sometimes movies especially back then they would just pay bands to make songs with the title of the movie in them (laughs) it was so fucking cheesy like i don't know i was just thinking about the spider-man movie that had the theme song that by the nickelback guy like it was an unstoppable song back in the day does it hold up no (laughs) no it does not but um yeah this movie is the song is called pick me up and i remember the first time i watched it when i was watching it on netflix i was definitely i don't even think i was in high school yet i was in like middle school and i like sought out the song and i downloaded it and i listened to it on my microsoft zune <laughs> and i would like walk to school and listen pick me up like <laughs> i forgot all about it until i was watching the movie it's not a good song either i promise you that so there you have it we're going to dump Masters of Horror, pick me up.
thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the Masters of Horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at the disc dump on instagram disc dump podcast facebook the disc dump podcast page or you can join the disc dump podcast fans group and start the discussion please don't forget to rate review and subscribe thank you guys for listening have a googly halloween <laughs>